Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Lukewarm Cinema Podcast. My name is Austin. I'm joined with Christian. And uh, George, once again, is not feeling so great. So once again, it's just the two of us going lone wolf. But uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, you're on the second day of the 12 Days of Podmas. So welcome. Every time I say Podmas, I'm always like Hippopotamus. Yeah, I wonder if anybody else, somebody, some other podcast has had to say that too, I'm sure, right? Oh, probably. They're like, oh, g- genius, Podmas. Oh. Best hey. marketing, <laughs> seasonal marketing. <laughs> Anyways, uh, once again, we're not in our normal studio, so please forgive us if uh, you hear any noises or my son screaming again like last last episode. Uh, he gets a little excited. Yeah, we're, um, we're in a Detroit alleyway this time. So if you hear machine gun fire, it's because somebody approached me in a threatening manner and I had to defend myself. So we, we will try to cut it out. But if like something really salacious happens, we're going to leave it in the recording. So just be aware. Anyways, let's get right into the movie. So we've watched the 1990 family classic Home Alone. Great movie. Uh, for those of you, if you haven't seen it, why haven't you seen it? Uh, it's about a boy, very young, eight-year-old, eight-year-old. It's, I'm reading it right here on IMDb. Eight-year-old who gets stuck at home or left at home by his very, very, very irresponsible and negligent family <laughs> as they go to Paris. And there's two burglars that are like ransacking his entire neighborhood and he just finds very terrible ways that um to fend them off which by the way i did a few months ago i watched a uh like a wired video and they had an er doctor watch i think it was both one and two and they were like yeah how on a scale of one to ten how dead are these guys and he was like uh they were buried last week oh you see okay you know we're going to get into some of that stuff, but like some of the things that these dudes suffered, I was like, well, they, 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 they might are supposed to be dead. <laughs> they might are supposed to be dead, you know, <laughs> using my best English. But yeah, so that makes sense to me. So let's let's get right into it. Uh, Christian, go ahead and uh, let us know what you really enjoyed about this movie. OK, um, you know, yeah. We had to choose another Christmas movie. This was a no-brainer. Home Alone's great, okay? Um, you know, Macaulay Culkin is now giga-famous because of this movie, and two, you know, obviously. But what I really like about this movie um, is just the concept. Like, it was so creative how the Wet Bandits went the about. Wet band- I, f- I forgot <laughs> about that. He's like, did you, you did it again, didn't you? Yeah, left the water running. <laughs> And, okay, and, and that that part that part was so amusing to me because ends up getting them in more trouble because when they get arrested at the end of the movie, they realize the cops are like, "We know you flooded the house next door, so now we can connect you to all the burglaries that you've done that at." So not only did they get put away because you know you know smug Kevin's booby traps right his onslaught. Is American Ninja Warrior paint can style? No, it's, it's American Gladiator, the Gauntlet. <laughs> oh, what is American Ninja Warrior? That sounds like a fake version. No, it's a real, it's a real show. It's the, it's like the the CrossFit when we have to like go through obstacles to get to the top. Okay, and w- which is the one where they're like they they have to like jump on like platforms and like yeah, run that's, off- it's that one. Okay, then I'm not dumb. I was just saying like American Gladiator because there's there's ones where they like huck sandbags at you and you have to dodge them and that's. That's true, yeah. Like, okay. So that's what I get from from that, but please continue. 
what I really liked. Um, you know, it was a good plot point. Um, and I, the Christmas aspect of it was really nice. Okay. The best part of the whole, I think the nicest thing that I liked that wasn't like, Oh, haha, funny traps. And you know, him doing all the booby traps was the, the old man character who lived next door. Right. In the beginning, um, Buzz and the other kid and Kevin are looking out the window. Buzz is like, Hey, he's a killer. He, he's going to kill you and put him in his, you know, he's just a nice old man who just shovels the drives, the driveways and puts salt on them. So people don't slip or whatever reason. And, uh, you know, they're kids. So they're like, Oh, he's a murderer. And he puts people in the garbage bin and it's like, okay, haha, kids will believe anything. And through the movie, we see Kevin get scared by him, but Kevin meets him and has this like heart to heart moment with him where, you know, Kevin's just like, uh, well, well, the old man opens up more than anything. Like the old man says, Oh, bless you. Merry Christmas. And sits down next to him. And the old man's like, you know, uh, it's, you know, my son and I are kind of estranged because we had an argument and I'm afraid to, to call him again because he might be mad at me. So then Kevin's like, Oh, you know, it's like a heart to heart because Kevin lost, he, he misses his family. And so the old man misses his family. So this guy he thought was, um, you know, the scary guy He's like, Oh, I relate to him. And it's like, that's how Kevin kind of like overcomes his fear. It's like this old man he used to run away from is this nice guy because he's just alone. And then, uh, no, nah, he's a killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just has a uh, just airtight cover, right? He's like, I'm the nice old man from next door. Um, and then by the end of the movie, you know, Kevin's family comes back, and it's this heartwarming moment. You know, the the that awesome theme that everybody remembers is playing John Williams's goat, right? Um, and then he looks out the window, and Kevin earlier in the movie told the old man, "You should try to call your son." just to see if you can make up with him. There's no reason to be afraid anymore, right? So I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> yeah, and then that and that's when the old man originally like popped up and Kevin got scared, so it's like ironic. Um the old man at the end of the movie, Kevin's looking out the window after he met his family. The old man's son is coming up with his family and they're all like hugging. So the old man it turns out made up with his family. So and then they just kind of wave at each other like, oh, we helped the, uh, each other out in like our, our like direst time. And it was very nice. And that's the thing I really liked about this movie. Where do I even start? Um, I love Kevin screaming. He screams a lot in this movie over many different things. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so like, I don't know. I, it's like so comedic. I, I think like. Kevin was such a good character because he's this kind of dumb kid. Like, not like, oh, he's stupid, but like when you're a kid, you're stupid, you know? No, I wasn't. But, well, it's a movie. They got to play it up a little. Like, you, <laughs> you kind of relate to it. Like, he goes around, he dances around the house. He goes through, you know, his, his family's things because, oh, he wasn't allowed to anymore. Now that the family's gone and the adults are gone, he could do whatever he wants. So as a kid, you think, oh, you know, I'd run around the house and do some stupid stuff too. He puts aftershave on his skin and he Which, really, somebody who has used aftershave, especially like at my barber shop, like after I get my haircut, like that shit hurts. See, it I stings. Only, I've only used a little, like the one that comes in the little bottle. I didn't recognize what it was. Cause it has that old, like 
big bottle in the film. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and, and that, that's funny because he does that in Screams, which is like an iconic scene, right? Where he has both hands on his face because it burns. Yeah, that's the most iconic prime movie still ever. And then later in the movie, he does it again and screams like he didn't learn his lesson. So it's like, oh, you know, good job. Good job, kid. What did you learn? Um, Yeah, I think him screaming a lot was hilarious. I also loved. Uh, I don't know. I, I love uh, Marv because of how stupid he's like, yeah, it's our calling card. And it feels like almost like Harry's like kind of like, yeah, no, man, we're not going to do property damage. We're just here to steal shit. We're not here to we're not here to, to cause insurance claims to go up. Yeah. And, and th- that whole plot point, like it, it seemed like a, a null enough thing. Like, oh, he just he wants to have his calling card, but then it ends up getting him in more trouble by the end of the movie. So it's like, ah, you played yourself. Um, yeah, it's 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 like a timeless classic of a film. It's hilarious. It's beyond funny. It, it, it we were watching it uh we were watching it with my mom because she was here and you know all three of us were kind of laughing it was like oh this is still kind of funny yeah like it holds up i haven't seen this movie it's one of those movies that you see a bunch of times when you're younger um unless like you're older and it came out when you know maybe you're an already adult we're millennials okay or whatever the technicality is we're so. we're we're they say we're zoomers yeah we're zoomers apparently but we don't feel like it we, we remember our, our internet made the funny noise when we had to start it up. Yeah, I, okay. had, I had dial-up. I remember having dial-up. And my mom would be like, get the fuck off the internet. I gotta make a phone call. Okay, so, so you know, we're, we're like on the cutoff. Like, we know what the... We, we look at the Zoomer stuff and say, ah, that's a little too cringe. Look at the Gen X. We're like, that's not quite our speed. Anyways, not to get too far off the path. We just have to explain our perception of the Home Alone in its place and time. And you have to know that, too. Absolutely. Um, it was kind of funny that like the phone lines weren't working. Yeah, that was like a, and I totally forgot until I watched it again. I was like, oh, that's why everything seems so like, why didn't they just do this? Well, the phone lines are broke. At least they thought of it because if they didn't put that one little scene where the, the, the elect, the electro, uh, electrical, gu- the electrician the utility guy. guy comes in, he goes, Hey man, you, your wires all backed up. Beep, da, ba, do, ba, and the lady's like, all right, cool. Closes the door and just leaves. Yeah, they were in such a hurry. They're like, oh, we don't care. We're going to be out of the house. Going back to my favorite scene of the entire movie is Kevin. <laughs> she just <laughs> screams his name in on the airplane. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's so like hilarious. It's just like, I, really? <laughs> You're going to forget your kid? Like, I mean, it's probably easy for me because I have one child. Yeah, like they're still they're still bad parents. Don't let's not get it twisted. Don't get it twisted, Jack. They messed up and they left their child alone. He could have got fucking murdered and eighty times worse than that. Um, but like the thing was, oh, there's there's so many people to 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 manage that. You know, this guy he slipped through the cracks, and and I like the way they showed it when the the older sibling is or she might have been a cousin, I don't know which is which in this movie, but she was counting the kids, and the neighbor kid is nosy, so he was looking around, so he got counted instead. So I'm like, okay, you know, they set it up in a fair way. Good enough for what the plot is. I don't know, I just, I can't get over how irresponsible his, uh, his parents are. It's like, come on, man. 
Yeah, it's like, ugh. which is why, like, I don't want to make excuses for them. I'm just saying, plot wise, they did a good job of like. It's obvious why it happened, but it's like, yeah. So I guess we should. It's once again, everybody. Uh, these are going to be shorter episodes because we're doing so many of them in a week. Uh, also, there's only two of us, so we can only bounce ideas off for so long before Christian just goes. Yeah, it's like shooting off a, a, a you know 22 in like a, a metal room. You know, it can only dink back fo- back and forth so many times. <laughs> uh, so Christian, I'm going to go ahead and go with you. Final final thoughts on the movie, and then how many uh, pineapples do you rate this? All right, the booby traps were fucking awesome. It was, and Kevin did so many clever things like using the videotape of, I want you to get off my property or I'm going to, you know, blow you the bit. Like angels with filthy wings or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. The, the mob scene that the, the, so the booby traps were awesome. The, the aspect that the wet bandits were using in the whole, them trying to get Kevin love it. Um, the whole heartwarming thing with the old man. Great. Um, the Christmas vibes were totally perfect um they're totally perfect you know when the family comes back it's like oh super heartwarming and kevin missed his family um i love you know kevin smugly looking at the wet bandits as they're taking off in the the police car um the music is great okay obviously john williams we know he's gonna do great that theme that that theme is so ingrained in my dun, 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 dun. nobody will ever forget that little too um ever <laughs> love the movie um you know i like two better but seeing one again for the first time in quite a couple years i was very impressed by the movie and uh for christmas movies it's it has to be at least like a ooh, uh, four maybe a 4.5 i'd say like for christmas movies Oh, it's iconic. That's where it stands, and it's one of the reasons why it's the best. Yeah. So, uh, remind me again, how many pineapples did you 4. say? Four point five pineapples. Pineapples. All right. Um, for me, so this movie's iconic. Obviously, um, I, I do get in like the Christmas spirit when I watch it. I'm like, oh, this is a great, hilarious. I think Joe Pesci in it is awesome i think joe pesci is such an underrated actor he's oh yeah he's great in everything he's, he's in. great in dramas he's great one of my favorite movies with him in it is uh my cousin Vinny. yeah which oh my it's on every other night my dad's my dad always has it on so i'm always watching it with him but he's just such a great actor and the rest of that cast is really good the mom really sells it that she's a terrible piece of shit uh the uncle in the family also sells it like he's a terrible piece of shit mm-hmm. so i think uh also i would have to rate this 4.5 out of 5 not quite great. I do think two is a little bit better just because it's a little funnier. Also, your mm-hmm. boy Trump's in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another well-aged scene. Oh, there's um, some there's some people that are like like young Zoomers and they're like, yo, Trump was in stuff before he was president. It was like, yeah, homie. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, we remember when he was like just this like talk show or uh, TV personality that was in everybody's peripheral. But Zoomers, they don't get that. They're like, oh, that guy was the president. He's a present. So, everybody, I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, you'll have another episode this week to hold you over. Uh, you know, we're trying to do this for you guys, try to give you guys a little bit more content throughout the week. So you're not being like, oh, I listened to one episode. All right, now I got to wait again. We realize some people are lonely. 
and there's we're not going to knock you. We're just going to take advantage of that to make you want to take our product, which is free, but it's kind of an attention thing with us, you know. Yeah. We attention. need to we have an attention complex. We need to be looked at and listened to. Absolutely. Uh so with that, just going to remind everybody, we are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter under Lukewarm Cinema Podcast. Uh we have uh, an email you can reach out to us at and let us know how you thought uh the plot of Home Alone is, if you even think anything of it. It's just I don't know, it's just so straightforward. But you can always let us know and speak your mind at lukewarm cinema podcast at gmail.com. Also, our entire catalog is on YouTube and will continue to be up on YouTube. Give us views. Please help us get views. <laughs> uh, but once again, we want to say thank you to everybody who listens. We want to say thank you to the BS Podcast Network. Be sure to go check them out and check out the other shows on there. And uh, until next week, guys, or next episode, I should say, take care. Bye.